Fantastic. And hey. also, we cuss sometimes. Yeah, oh. we do. <laughs> we got it out before any of the cussing started. Good job. Fucking great. <laughs> uh, I'm Ashley. I'm Hannah. I'm Sarah. Yeah. And welcome to Fantastic, where we talk about random shit. And yes. fan fiction. Yes. 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 So let's start out speaking of cussing. Did you guys watch, as was your homework, the history of swear words with Nicolas Cage? No. Not the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were maybe doing like episode by episode, so I only Did saw you- the history of fuck. That's fine. <laughs> Did you watch it, Ashley? No. I. <laughs> you who brought it to us. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I it left my brain. I forgot it existed. You Not... you said you said hey, make sure you watch this. And what I heard was watch all of Buffy. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, in Ash's defense. So much has happened <laughs> this week in one week. <laughs> like, well, I mean, oh man, you know, I saw Buffy a meme of Adam Driver and oh. Nicholas Cage are exactly the same, so it's totally fine. Completely, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, but okay. So you guys tell me about it. Pretend, well, pretend no. I don't know anything. Pretend I haven't watched it. Tell me about it. <laughs> but you need you need to watch it to appreciate the magnificence that is the background that I'm not sure if it's an actual background or if it's just one of those like sixteen dollar um like fake backgrounds that they got and like taped to the wall. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right. And the fact that despite that, you know, they obviously spent time and money on this show. You can see the wire for um, Nicolas Cage's uh, tie mic, like the entire time. And it bugged me. Oh. <laughs> Which I'm sure most people did not notice. But yeah, I, I did it. <laughs> you can see the wire for his tie mic and it bugged me. Uh, he just wanted to like tuck it back and be like, "Did you not have a piece of tape? Like what? Like it's that's so easy to fix." Well, especially for Nicolas Cage. Like, well, how's the content? Tell me about the content. Uh, they say "fuck" a lot, which I really appreciate. Um, a lot, a lot. So it's <laughs> solid. They have a blend of. Actors, comedians, and actual people whose job it is to study etymology or entomology and um no etymology, yeah, and history and linguistics and all of that kind of shit. Uh-huh. So you have people who are knowledgeable and you know, like comedians who just say fuck a lot. Um all talking about the word, which is a good blend. And yeah you know, prim and proper people who write books like, you know, the history of like, fuck. (laughs) You're like, cool. You got a PhD and then wrote a book like, fuck this, fuck that. Your mom must be so proud. I mean, (laughs) that was my kid. But, um, and, you know, it's got Monty Python style, you know, animation, um, like paper animation with, um, yeah, like dialogue. So yeah. 
enjoyed it immensely. That's cool. I also, you know, really like when people use the word fuck excessively. So it was right there in my wheelhouse. Yes. <laughs> but you even- Hannah? Yeah. Uh, I liked it. I uh, I thought it was pretty funny. It was Nick Cage is just such a such an interesting man in general. And uh, <laughs> frankly, uh, you know, uh, we're recording this January fourteenth. So given last week's events, like as I was watching it, all I really wanted to do was stop it and watch um, National Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really liked it. Um, uh, yeah, it was a good mix of like people who knew what they were talking about and uh, ambiance comedians, I guess you could say, you know, mm-hmm. like um, uh, you reminded me of a story with the entomology. Sarah. Uh, I don't want to distract too much. Um, but the other day I was trying to look up the entomology of. Um, so for the record, uh, for anyone listening. I uh, was raised uh, Episcopalian um, and went to Catholic school in high school. So, like, I know, like, a decent amount of uh, that uh, fan fiction Bible. Um, And (laughs) and, uh, my cousin was asking me about the end. Like, she was like, oh, is Lucifer the same person as Satan and Beelzebub? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, when did they... Like, start calling him Satan, and I'll show you the screenshot, and we should probably, like, post this on our socials, because it's too good. But <laughs> So I just typed in, where does Satan, and then Google autofilled the result as, like, to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, I clicked, I clicked it, obviously, obviously, and it took me, the first result was a Reddit page that said, his forearm, I haven't tried anything else. And like, I just, I didn't want to end up on the dark web by accident. So I didn't uh, look, look further than that. But wow, the internet is a wild, beautiful place. Anyway. That's funny. Oh my God. Here, I'll, I'll show y'all the, the screenshot. It was too good. That's legit. Uh, anyway, did love uh, the Nick Cage episode. I can't wait to watch the rest. So he's the host of all of them. Yes. Um, and I like because he's such a completely not serious actor that does serious actor. So he like delivers his lines with like such, you know, like gravitas and like trying to, you know, he's like giving um, like reciting all of these like famous movie lines that, you know, involve the word fuck. And it's just like, it's fucking hilarious because it's you know (laughs) especially in this like shit show of you know the world right now right like literally watching um you know Nicolas Cage try to say like quotes from who fucking knows what movie are (laughs) amazing as shit and then he's like talking about he has a um a posting that's like a graphic that shows um like um, pull data from some random actors' movies, and of course, the some random actors' movies that he, some random actor that he uses for the poll data is, of course, Nicolas Cage. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I but- did like he had um oh I know he was a real person. I can't remember his name, but I can. I'm just envisioning the Will Ferrell uh, inside the actor studio guy. Oh yes, um, he like kind of had that look going on with the with the goatee and suit and everything. Right. And he definitely got <laughs> right? Like that was some severe just for men going on, like a hundred. Yes, right? <laughs> cool. That sounds awesome. Well, I'll make sure that I watch the next episode before we meet up again. Uh, yes, you need to. Well, I'll watch the next one, which I believe is shit. shit? Yes. Oh, cool. Poo jokes uh, everywhere. But we were <laughs> we were looking through the episodes. It was weird, obviously, that, you know, damn is one of them because of, you know, swear words. It is like the least offensive sure. of swear words. And there are so many others, but it does look like there is going to be a season two. Yay. Ooh. So 
Um, How could you which, not? There's just so many to go, f- like, you know, go right. with. And when we were trying to guess them, you know, we talked about before, and we, you know, like, guessed the C word, which is not in this one. Um, apparently, that might be in season two. Mm. And they're oh. looking into doing a whole series just on uh, UK versions of swear words. Yay, wanker! Interesting. So. I love wanker. Okay, wanker. <laughs> have you guys, uh, for a moment of purity, have you guys seen Ted Lasso by any chance? Yeah, no. yes. Oh my goodness. If you want, like, just a nice, it, I wouldn't even say wholesome because, you know, they definitely get into, like, some quote adult topics but Jason Sudeikis as a uh like um uh uh you know country boy from Kansas kind of thing he's just like the nicest character uh the reason I bring it up is because they call him wanker throughout the entire (laughs) series (laughs) Uh, they'll like cheer his name so he's supposed to be a, a football coach right and he uh, has never coached football, sl- you know, or soccer uh, in the states. So everyone's like, "Oh, why is he here?" And so everyone just calls him a wanker. And you know, eventually, you know, he goes from being made fun of to like a little bit of praise. And so they'll be like, "Wanker, boo!" To like, "Wanker, wanker!" <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> that sounds fun. It's very, it's very sweet. Ten out of ten would recommend. Cool. Nice. Um, I have news articles to share. Oh, perfect. Okay, so um, would you like to hear, everybody, would you like to hear about, I'm pulling up my list, UFOs, um, wine, or a severed human foot? Oh, God. I want to hear them all. I mean, like, literally. <laughs> I do want to hear them all, but I feel like we should start with wine and end with the severed foot. Yes, <laughs> let's work our way up. Pat, pat. As my favorite little uh, Midwestern people say, when they pat their wine. <laughs> okay, I listen to a lot of wine and crime. Wine and crime. Yeah. Okay. Pat. Yep. So... Here, this is from uh, USA Today. Space wine. After a year in orbit, a dozen bottles of French Bordeaux will return to Earth. That's pretty exciting, right? Space wine. Interesting. Yeah. So um, there's um, aboard the SpaceX Dragon, they've had a whole bunch of wine. uh, Merlot, Bordeaux, and uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, and they've just been floating around and aging in space because they want to see what will happen. Is this part of Space Force? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially it's SpaceX. Um, and uh, no, I, SpaceX is uh, Elon Musk's, right? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. So they have, they have um, the Bordeaux, the, the cases of Bordeaux, they have got a bunch of grapevines, some mice, and 3D engineered heart tissue. Oh my gosh. Um, and Wait. so they've just been hanging around in space and they're going to come back down. Uh, they're going to splash somewhere in the Gulf of Mexico and uh, <laughs> a helicopter's going to retrieve them uh, and take them back. Oh no, SpaceX. It's, it says NASA. So I guess it is part of NASA. I don't know. So the bottles themselves will not be open until the end of February and uh, they're going to open them up and they're going to test the chemicals and also taste them. So not a bad day to be a scientist. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they want to see how space affects the wine's sedimentation and bubbles. Um, they want to know if the maturation is different or similar and if um, things like yeast, bacteria, crystals, chlorals, and polyphenols, they're wondering how that affects the aging process if they're in space. 
Um, I don't know if it will, but I can tell you that I really want to fucking drink space wine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I will pay large amounts of dollars to drink wine that has been in space. Oh, my goodness. You know how okay, but go here's wine? my question. Oh yes. Yeah. Is are they at all worried that this is gonna turn out to be one of those like species type things where somehow some kind of weird alien parasite thing infected their fucking space wine. So now they're gonna drink it and they're gonna turn into, you know, creepy alien creatures. Yeah. Because I mean, that's what I'm waiting for now. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I feel like what? I feel like they're paving the way for people to just get drunk on the moon, you, you know. know like, and I'm here for, for it. <laughs> I am so too. I am too. Just put it like one, one little camelback nozzle for my water and one camelback nozzle uh, for wine on my spacesuit. You know, love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I was gonna ask, you know, how when you go wine tasting, uh, you know, they say, they say like really wild descriptors and verbs for what the wine tastes like like oh this is a an approachable leathery yeah like what (laughs) like do do, you know like what what cheesy verbiage are they gonna use for Uh, like it's got a sharp minerality that reflects the like the (coughs) the like the abject like darkness of the like you know the the moon's terroir like terroir or whatever and you <laughs> just taste the the um the woodsy undertones of like the hidden you know like trees that were once on the moon back in the day. Right. <laughs> or as it's got it's got a, a very heavy moon dust finish on the palate yeah. <laughs> with just a whiff of ozone on the nose. Yeah. So, well that's that sweet minerality that you always yeah. want. Because you like your wine to feel like you lick. Oh box. yeah, I like a little grit in my in my wine. <laughs> I kind of do. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a red like... wine person. So honestly, it you know it's all <laughs> to me. I mean, I drank a lot of Chardonnay over the last few months, and I I've I've discovered that I drank a lot of Chardonnay. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Pinot. So you like that oaky afterburn? <laughs> oaky afterburn. Yes, <laughs> I do love the oaky afterburn. I'm a what? I'm a Pinot Grigio Sauvignon Blanc girl myself. So the dry the drier the better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't talk. I like cigars in that taste like somebody literally like popped a cigar and then like blew it into my wine glass. So. We're all we all have our things. It's cool. Honestly, I just like yeah. getting drunk. So there's that. <laughs> Is it wine? Is it still good? Sweet, put it in my oh cup. Oh my god. I I have definitely uh-huh. had been at like events and things where there's like free alcohol and they'll usually if they have free alcohol and it's like one red and one white, it'll be like a Chardonnay. Yes. And so it's a Chardonnay I don't like love, but like uh, as as my motto is, if it's free, it's for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't tell you like how many really terrible plays I went and saw when I was doing theater, and like it only made it better because of the quote unquote free wine. Yes. <laughs> so you just get free wine drunk while watching your friends do terrible plays. Oh my god! So I didn't realize or you know find out for years, but. Um, where I went to high school, there was a Mexican restaurant down the street. Sarah, you probably remember. And my parents used to go there <laughs> before our place. And like, you know, before they'd be like, oh, well, we're just going to go get dinner before we go see your show. And then like a couple of years ago, they finally were like, yeah, we would go get a few margaritas <laughs> before we saw your place. Because, I mean, Dude, I don't blame them. <laughs> everyone went there to get a few margaritas before any event. Right. <laughs> nothing was tolerable without like three Presidente margaritas. Oh, Presidente. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I sneezed my nose off. I'm back now. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Alcohol does help make events better. Uh, I was with my cousin 
somewhere and she wanted to do something that was really dumb. And, uh, I love you, London. I don't remember what we were doing, but it, it was not my cup of tea. And I was, I asked a vendor, I was like, Hey, do they sell alcohol here? And she was so cute. She was like 17 at the time. She goes, you don't need to have alcohol to have fun. And I turned oh. and I looked at her and I was like, no, but it helps. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, just a PSA to everybody out there. Uh, uh, if you go to like a wedding or something where there's an open bar, like make sure you tip. Uh, I mean, oh, you yeah. should always tip, but like make sure you tip and like just be fucking nice because <laughs> apparently that's not uh, widely done around these parts, I guess. But I went to a wedding last uh, last year. Yeah. No, no, not last year. Whatever. Time is meaningless. But it was before before <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> Uh, in my head, yes, it was last year, but it was 2018. <laughs> um, but I went to a wedding in like this re like it, it it was basically a town in Orange County that was like a uh um it's like a golf club uh what's the word I'm looking for gated community combo so like rich as fuck right right <laughs> so I went to this wedding and they had an open bar for a little bit and I wanted to, um, I wanted to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, get some more drinks, but they like, they had this like weird system where like, they wouldn't let you, like you had to keep your tab open and I wasn't driving. So I knew it was going to be real easy for me <laughs> to just like charge more and more and more. So when, uh, I remember it went from open bar to, um, them charging it and I I like befriended Tim the bartender who like the second they closed oh, yeah. the bar down like came and gave me like half a bottle of wine he's like you know just because we can't like I can't serve you without you paying anymore <laughs> oh my god it was great so anyway just be nice to people they'll usually hook you up but you should be nice to people anyway yep <laughs> but absolutely I've always heard yep Okay, are you guys ready for my UFO story? Yes. Okay, do you guys all remember the (laughs) coronavirus relief package that was passed, I don't know, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Oh, with the stimulus (laughs) that never came for me? Yes. Yeah, my mom hasn't gotten hers either. Yeah, you get $600. Well, remember how... Sorry, a cat just went into the closet, and I don't trust her. Come here. Hey, get out. (laughs) cats in the closets so um yeah so remember how people were saying like oh it contains so many other things and it's like five thousand pages long and how are we ever going to read this and right you remember that yes Mm -hmm. so one of the fun things that got snuck in with the rest of that and approved (laughs) is everybody desperately needs money so they approved it is the fact, and I love this, that the U.S. intelligence agencies have 180 days to tell Congress what they know about UFOs. (laughs) I think I did read this. Oh, my God. So the director of national intelligence and the secretary of defense have like less than six months to tell everybody about everything they know about unidentified aerial phenomena. Um, let's see. The report uh, must have uh, detailed um, analysis from the Office of Naval Intelligence, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, and the FBI. And so they literally have to, like, they just snuck it in. They were like, people need money. This is going to get approved no matter what. Tell us about aliens. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, um, they also have to identify any potential threats, which is a good thing. But, uh, yeah, so in the next six months, we're going to find pretty much what the United States knows about UFOs. I love that with all of this stuff going on in the world, like, this is one of the things they felt was, like, important that we should put in is like tell us what you know (laughs) honestly that makes me feel like like what millennial either like intern or aide or someone was like 
you know what you should put in there? <laughs> like, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, that quote unquote event that they had on <laughs> Facebook that was like, let's go oh, to then- Area 51. Right? Hell yeah. Oh man, the memes were fun on that one. Oh uh, yeah. I RSVP'd yes to that one. Uh, <laughs> I did too. Oh I my did too. God. It, it was so funny. It like still brings so much joy to this day thinking about it. <laughs> but uh, it times. makes me feel like someone who like subscribed or uh, RSVP'd to that event is the one who wrote this bill. <laughs> right? Right? Totally. Uh, okay. All right. You ready for your last? Yeah. Article? Let me take a big old, big old mm-hmm. of wine before this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes to us from my wonderful cousin. Hi, London. Shout hey, out London. to you. <laughs> okay. So this is from the BBC, the wonderful folks in uh, across the pond. Um, human foot in Gates Head Field turns out to be potato. <laughs> <laughs> excited to hear the rest of the story thank you (laughs) okay so okay i'm gonna read you i'm gonna read the whole story because it's so fucking pure for being a story about possible severed body parts (laughs) (laughs) the last part's not funny but this okay A suspected human foot buried in a muddy field turned out to be a potato after a quote-unquote large-scale police search. (laughs) A dog walker (laughs) in Gateshead (laughs) Sorry, coughing. (coughs) A dog walker in Gateshead sent officers a photograph of what appeared to be a toe poking out of the soil. But after carrying out a search in the dark with specialist dogs, Officers discovered it was a potato with a mushroom growing <laughs> next to it. Excellent. <laughs> Police praised the woman for her vigilance, and they said that the call had been made in good faith. Northumbria police said the photograph sent on Tuesday when the woman had returned home from her walk in the Willington area did show what appeared to be a human foot. Inspector Phil Hamiline, Ham- Hamilani? Ham, Ham Lanny, whatever, said the person who called in this very was very concerned. And in the picture she sent to us, the object did look like it could be human remains. It was dark by the time we got the call. So we had to deploy search teams to track down the scene to rule out any foul play. The search team did have a chuckle when they realized it was a potato, but the call was made in good faith and we can only praise the vigilance of the woman who made this call. He urged anyone who finds themselves in a similar situation to call the police, adding, quote, if it does turn out to be a vegetable, our police dogs will thank you for the treat. (laughs) Oh my God. So... Thank you, London, for that delightful that is, story. Okay, so <laughs> looking at the picture, if you if you zoom in, it really does look like a big toe. Like looking at it from afar, like I'm like, all right, all right, okay. Like that just looks like some sort of nub in the grass. Yeah, so I can see the distinction. And obviously, if you think it's like a human body, you're gonna like call someone else to handle it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> No, it 100, like, it even looks like it has yes, a nail. Yes, exactly. You know? It really, it really does. But I, uh, I think I would have poked it with a stick <laughs> to see. To make sure. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. There's something so, so funny about it. Not just being like, oh, it turned out to be trash. Like, it being like, oh, it's a potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Huh. 
Those are my <laughs> my gem articles. I oh got to my share goodness. With those are amazing. So I was going to connect your fucking severed foot um, to my question about whether or not you are caught up on the newest and true crime documentaries. But fuck, that's potatoes. It's not the best language. Is it an Irish? We could tie it in that way. Uh, sadly, no, they're both L.A. Oh. And, you know, no one here eats carbs, so it totally doesn't connect at all. That's I eat lie. so many carbs. <laughs> I, I eat, we eat carbs. mostly carbs. If I think about what I've eaten today, it's all been carbs. <laughs> I mean, I only eat potatoes because I can't eat bread. And so French fries are Fries, life, fries but... over guys, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Now I want you don't. I was gonna say. Yeah, I know. I don't date team. men. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't count. <laughs> but if I still had the option, French fries. <laughs> I mean, so she's obviously going to choose fries over guys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, God. Uh, well, wait. What? Um. What was your newest in true crime, Sarah? Are there documentaries that have come out yet? Or, well, yes, please. Yeah, because there's that Night Stalker one that just, yes, came out on Ooh, I'm probably going to watch that right after this, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. So, totally shit in the report back um, because I have heard from people who liked it and then people who are like, it's so graphic. So, I want to know. Um, what you think are we talking richard ramirez night stalker or are we talking golden state killer original night stalker? i think it's richard ramirez because oh, it's supposed richard- to be it's the one in la right yeah yeah okay, okay. Yes. um i th- i bet you never thought you would uh hear this sentence but do you want to hear what <sighs> is a pure story uh revolving the night stalker it's all uh all uh actually potato separate flight <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, so uh in the 80s my um my aunt uh she told me the story where she um like because of the night stalker she i guess like used to like sleep with like a knife by her bed like just in case which those stories always seem very dangerous to me but i digress um uh you know she was really freaked out I know for like part of, um, uh, you know, the Night Stalker's victims, like, you know, they were noticing a pattern with uh, who they were at first. And my aunt kept saying like, oh, and I, I falled into every pattern. Like I thought he was coming for me next. She was really scared. A lot of people were terrified. But so she hears this like yeah. thump downstairs and she's freaking out. She like, I, I'm going to preface, no one gets hurt, but she, like, you know, grabs her knife, like, she's at the ready. She's, like, been waiting for the next stalker to come to her. I was like, yes. And she's, like, <laughs> freaking out and, like, looks and sees there's, like, a small light on downstairs, and she looks and it's my cousin, who was, like, two at the time, literally. He had, like, crawled out of his bed and was sitting in front of the refrigerator with the door open, like, just gnawing on a stick of butter. And, like, <laughs> It was like family lore at this point. <laughs> so, you know what? I don't blame him. But yeah, so that's like my main, like, what I know about like the Night Stalker. Like, I know a little bit more now, but that when I hear of him, that horrible, horrible person, that is unfortunately the first story I think of. <laughs> so. I mean, that's a, definitely a much better story to have in your brain pan than the actual like yes. stories which are terrible yeah so, but you know, i'll watch that documentary to change that i guess <laughs> uh yeah you're totally going to but you should watch um and then so that's on netflix now and then coming next month to netflix there's a new documentary about um yes lamb and her disappearance i heard about this today i i hate saying i'm excited for you know true crime i feel like true crime is popular enough god all the wrong words but 
there are more and more podcasts about true crime that we know people find like these in the documentaries interesting. All this to say, I am very interested. Yeah. Other weird people like us yeah. who like watching oh, yeah. true crime. It's cool. Well, there's a direct correlation that scientists have found between like the state of the world and how popular no true crime is. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um <laughs> so it's actually not surprising that true crime is like crazy yeah, popular. Super right popular. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's those of us who have been, you know, like watching fucking forever <laughs> case five. Since I was old enough to nod butter up and watching. <laughs> exactly. I didn't read Silence of the Lambs when I was in like fifth grade yeah, or anything. No. <laughs> no. Um no. yeah, so this one is produced by the same um guy who oh, did interesting. Ted Bundy tapes. I like that. Oh. I like that one. Yeah, and it's gonna <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a four episode like deep dive into um the case like that follows her like the disappearance the investigation um and it's also which is even i think makes it like a more interesting watch it's gonna look at the whole like history of the cecil hotel because oh yeah so um you can connect your stories now right um right yes stayed at the cecil yeah so like right ties them together um, so it's going to look at like the history of the Cecil and why it was, um, you know, a place where legit so many serial killers like, you know, stopped and laid their hats, which is why it was the inspiration for the hotel in American Horror Story. Yeah, hotel and that even season. before yeah. Lisa, like there, there yeah. had been reports that it was haunted, um, which. Yeah, a bunch oh, of yeah. people committed suicide yeah, there. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh yeah, and now it's a retirement. Is it community. really? <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah, because it's a historical landmark, so they that's right. Destroy it, so they they turned it into um, a retirement community. Oh, well, I hope I hope they enjoy it. <laughs> I hope um, they're not haunted by now, the ghosts. I don't want now, isn't it? Huh? It's stay on Maine. It's a um hotel. Yeah. Is it a hotel? I thought they turned it into a retirement community. Maybe I'm no, wrong. No, it's um, it's a it's stay on Main. If you want to come to beautiful downtown Los Angeles in the middle of the pandemic, you too, um, for a low, low fucking cheap ass price, can stay at Stay on Main, um, where they will refund your money, no fucking questions asked, if your room is haunted <laughs> as fuck. Fun fact. <laughs> Um, like I'm not even joking because it's um, like people rent there and don't like stay there because it's cheap as shit and don't know that it's like you know the Cecil because they changed his name um, and then they stay in rooms where like handprints show up and like their doors bang and they hear shit and they get freaked out and apparently they um, they'll refund your money <laughs> yeah jeez but they have free Wait, Wi-Fi, guys. That's hard to find these <laughs> <And> days. <free-brush>. So <laughs> it's totally worth it. I thought I'd read somewhere they turned it into a, um, a retirement community. I must be wrong. Yeah, as far as I know, you can. I mean, unless they changed it just recently, um, you could book it. Wow. They, they might have just changed Who it. Who wants but... to go stay once it's not you know, honestly it anymore. can't be more haunted than my life right now so uh, i'm in <laughs> it was on it was on one of my friends like list of um <laughs> places to go yeah when um, when things open up when, when it was like you know like a year and a half ago um but apparently, it looks like currently now. Oh, so they um, were going to switch it to Skid Row Housing Trust. Which sounds like they should have. Yeah. Probably. Well, yeah. I don't want to haunt. I don't want anyone haunted. But I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't want anybody haunted. But maybe people who pay their pay to be there deserve <laughs> to be haunted more. 
<laughs> yeah, it's been it's been closed for renovation for it looks like a year. <laughs> Excuse me. And they're going to yeah. Oh, that's yeah. They're gonna make it like low income housing. It looks like good. Well, cool. I hope they're not. I hope they don't get haunted because. Well, maybe now that it's not gonna be a hotel, and it's gonna hard. be used for good. It can. It can actually become uh, less haunted. Good. Like maybe this is gonna cleanse it. <laughs> maybe right. Maybe maybe we should go in there with our smudge sticks. I played Phasmophobia. <laughs> I can do this. Totally. I'll bring. I'll bring the jar of salt. <laughs> I watched that John Cusack movie. What was it? Fourteen oh eight. Fourteen oh eight. I actually watched that like towards the start of the pandemic. I realized I had never seen it. <laughs> Have you read this, the Stephen King short no, story? No, I haven't. Was it was it close to it or what? Um, it's okay. So the movie's pretty uh-huh. good, right? But the short story is actually probably one of the scariest short stories Ooh. I've ever read. Yeah, okay, it's a really good short story. Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend it. Um, and uh, I think it's in like a compilation book with a whole bunch of other short stories. I'll send you the um, which book is in when we're done with this. I have it. Yeah, a lot of his short stories aren't scary, like his short story things. Like um, they're just weird. And and like you know, Stand By Me are both his short stories. Yeah, but yeah, this one is actually frightening. (laughs) Which brings me, Ashley, to my last thing. Yay! Um, also coming. So this month we have the Night Stalker. Okay. Next month we have the Cecil Hotel. Right, Elise Lamb um, documentary, and then in March we have the new Stephen King. Ooh, what's our new Stephen yeah. King? Um, so he's um, you know how he kind of took a break from writing his Stephen King style books after you know everything after Dolores Claiborne kind of sucked, um, and started doing those like detective ones yes. like Mister Mercedes, yeah. So he's um, started doing these ones that are like retro, um, like case file kind of books. Okay. And uh, this is like the third one of these ones. It's called Later. So they're his hard Mm. case crime books. Oh. Uh, And it's going to be a about a boy with supernatural gifts who is recruited by his mom's boyfriend who's in the NYPD oh to help catch a killer. All right. I think he'll be so, he's going, so he's going back to what he knows, which is weird fucking kids, um, <laughs> yes. and marrying that to his new, like, seeming, like, love of, you know, detective right. books, whatever. That's cool. That's cool. So hopefully it's good. You know, I'll read it. Yeah. Me too. Um, I've read yeah, the, the last three ones that he's done when they came out and I enjoyed them like the Institute I really like mm-hmm. the Institute and then uh, Outsider I enjoyed the Outsider too are you watching that show there's a show <laughs> I'm not I'm not making it up there's there's a show um yeah they turned two of Stephen King's uh books into shows so there's the Outsider mm-hmm. um which is on HBO. I don't have HBO. You can borrow mine. That's cool. Okay. Um, and I mean, we're not doing uh, anything illegal. We are in the same household. <laughs> yeah. We share a household. We, we're just on opposite sides of a door right we now. We can like, watch thing, you know? Yeah. Because it's on Hulu. We'll do the thing. Um, I think it was canceled they did one series and then apparently they've just canceled it and then there's another stephen king series that they turned into um a tv show that is on a different channel that i don't have so i haven't seen that one yet oh oh the um the remake of the stand Oh, you know, that might be too intense for currently living through a pandemic. Um, so I'm slightly irritated. Okay. 
just because I feel like the stand was really good and they're they changed parts of it that I feel like they didn't need to. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about this. So I was, you know, kind of like Yeah, they didn't need they didn't need to change things. They like change things for like the sake of change. It's like the fucking pet cemetery changes. Like, do they need to change them? No, they're just doing it to like change shit. Okay, so I looked up I went to Google and I looked up Stephen King TV series and it came up with Castle Rock, The Stand, Under the Dome, Storm of the Century, Rose Red, Haven, The Langoliers, The Shining, Nightmares and Dreamscapes, Kingdom Hospital, Bag of Bones, Golden Years, Dead Zone, Frasier, and Epic Rap Well, you know, his, his most popular like work is were... definitely Epic Rap Battle. <laughs> <laughs> and Frasier. I feel like we turned left. I feel like we had a left turn there. Yeah, that was a sharp turn. But if you have not seen Rose Red, like, that's a dive back into the days of, like, TV miniseries and shit. Um, that was a really enjoyable miniseries. Yeah. Awesome. From a book that um, does not or like I think it was a did he write that one directly for TV I don't know but that one actually like mm. it's one of those like haunted house ones oh yeah does not get a lot of love okay I'll check it out um, I have it on DVD if you ever want to borrow it I enjoyed it greatly yeah, I've never <laughs> seen it I haven't heard of it actually <laughs> Um, we could totally Discord stream it one night. We like, should. We should do movie nights. Oh my god, we could watch the 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 true crime stuff together. We could drink Ooh. and watch true crime together. Come join our Discord. It'll be fun. <gasps> we could. We could just stream it. and Be like, hey, we're discording tonight. Isn't that what we do every night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I do every night. That's cool. But, um, and then, oh, the other thing that's coming apparently is that's, um, that was announced. And the reason that I got HBO and paid for it yeah. is because they announced that they're going to be doing um, Overlook, the prequel oh. series for The Shining. Oh. Did they film any of it at the Stanley? So. I don't know if like how far in development it is, but like literally mm. I heard that was happening and I was like, you know what, I'm going to start paying for it now. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Um, the Outsiders was like a, a benefit as was all of the um, studio like Ghibli stuff being mm-hmm. available for me to watch with the Tiny Human. Oh yeah. My mom's never seen any of those. She needs oh, to see so good. Yeah. And then the other thing I'm waiting for is they're going to remake Tommy Knockers it- into a not crappy TV miniseries <laughs> featuring Mark Helgenberger and Jimmy Smith. Uh, I do like both of them. But man, it was such a cheesy, it was so cheesy miniseries. And I've been trying to listen to the book and like. It's awful. <laughs> It's awful. It's awful. It's a terrible book. It was it's written during terrible. like his cocaine fiend days, and he says he doesn't oh remember writing most of it, which makes sense. And like, <laughs> I really enjoyed the miniseries, but yeah, it is. It's awful. It's awful. The only good part of Tommy Knockers is the Pennywise the Clown cameo. Mm. That's it. That's yeah. the good part. <laughs> I know I got it on audiobooks so I could listen to it while I was doing other things. Uh, and I'm like, I can't listen to this for 45 hours. Like, I will go insane. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so bad, <laughs> so I had to return it. Yeah. I don't blame, I don't blame you at all. I, don't. I got something else. Yeah. Oh, ladies, I'm hungry. Okay. Well, do you want one sure. short story to end our night? Yes. Okay. So I found some creepy, po- creepy pasta for y'all. Yay. Spooky so, spaghetti. So you have your choice. They're all by the same author, but I'm going to give you okay. titles. Okay. So here are your titles. White and Red, The Girl in the Photograph, Never Again, I Love My Job, 
uh, red, hide and seek. How to play hide and seek alone. The first day of school. The call. Hmm. I feel like I've heard how to play hide and seek alone. Uh, honestly, the girl in the photographs okay. struck yeah. out to me, but. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. So this is a from a selection of creepypasta by <laughs> She Has My Heart. Literally. It's, it's still bleeding. Yes. Uh, on the table. The girl in the photograph. Oliver sat at his desk, arm propped up in his head, arm propping his head up as he looked out the window, completely ignoring his teacher as he watched the clouds go by, silently counting to himself the amount of time that was left in the day. That is until he was torn away from his daydreaming. Dude, this sounds very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> like every day. Oliver really grabbed his arm. The bell rang a few minutes ago. Come on, Miles is waiting for us. She said before turning to walk out of class. Hey, wait up. He called after Lily as he gathered his books before looking out the window one more time as he started to head out. But something caught his eye and made him stop. What the? He saw on the ground just outside the window something that didn't belong. It looked like a piece of paper. Normally, this wouldn't have caught his eye, but for some odd reason, he couldn't stop looking at it. He stared at the paper on the ground until he saw other students making their way out of the school, walking by the paper. Crap. Oliver rushed out of the classroom, past his two best friends that were waiting for him, and out of the building to the spot where he saw the paper. Very happy it was still there, and he eagerly picked it up. Oliver examined the paper, surprised to find that it wasn't a piece of paper at all, but a photo. A photo of a girl around Oliver's age. Long red hair, a dark blue dress with some matching dark tights and white skateboard sneakers, holding up two fingers in a peace sign a form with her hand. Oh, wow, Oliver said as he examined the photo. <laughs> She's so pretty, he said to himself as he kept looking at the picture, not even noticing Miley and Lily come over to him. It was miles a minute ago, but now. Shit. Cool. Oliver. Oliver, Miley yelled as she waved her hand in front of her friend, breaking him out of his trance. Huh? What? Oliver said as he regained his senses. What's up with you today? You've been zoning out a lot lately, Lily asked with some concern in her voice. Oh, I, uh, Oliver tried to think of something, but he just looked at the picture again. What's that? Miley asked as she looked at the photo. Oh, she's cute. Who is it? Oliver shook his head. I don't know. The picture was just laying here on the ground. He showed it to Lily. Do you know her? Lily looked at the photo, then shook her head. No, never seen her. I've got to find out who she is. Oliver looked around, seeing there were still some students left that hadn't, still, still some students that hadn't left yet. So he ran off and started asking anyone he got close to if they knew who the girl was. That's one lovesick puppy, Lily said as she watched her friend run around. Yep, Miley replied simply. Oliver eventually made his way home after asking almost everyone at school who the girl was. But much to his disappointment, no one seemed to know her or had even seen the girl before. He made his way up to his room, <clears throat> put the picture on his bedside table and flopping onto his bed. Man, I wish I could figure out who she is, Oliver said to himself as he reached over and looked at the picture one last time before putting it back on the table and turning off his lamp before slowly drifting off to sleep. Oliver woke in the middle of the night to the sound of a gentle tapping on the window. What? He sighed as he rubbed his eyes before turning his lamp on his lamp before hearing the tapping again. What is that? He got up and slowly walked over to his window, stopping about halfway when he heard the sound of a girl giggling. <laughs> there oliver asked as he got to his window and looked out seeing nothing but his front lawn and no longer hearing the tapping or giggling <coughs> hmm that's weird he said to himself before he went back to bed and lay down looking at the picture i'm gonna find out who you are and he put the picture back on his nightstand before turning off the lamp and going back to sleep the next day at school oliver roamed all over the school asking anyone he ran into if they knew who the girl in the photo 
Yeah, students, teachers, janitors, even the vice principal, if you knew who the girl was, but no one had ever seen her before. This is crazy. Someone has to know who she is, Oliver said as he sat down at the lunch table he was sharing with Miley and Lily. Oliver, don't you think you're going a little overboard with this? Miley asked. Yeah, I mean, just a picture, Lily added. <laughs> just a picture? Oliver held a picture. <laughs> this is the girl of my dreams. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> That was so dramatic. He's in high school. They all are. Right. Um, You don't even know her, Oliver, Lily replied. I know that. There's just something about her. Oliver looked at the picture. I don't know what, but I have to find her. I have to meet her in person. When Oliver got home, he spent some time going around, (laughs) knocking on the neighbor's doors, asking any of them that would answer if they knew the girl in the picture. But after a few hours of doing so, he returned home. Again, disappointed that no one had seen the girl. He walked into his house. Seeing his mom was home, he got an idea. He walked up to his mom. Hey, mom, have you seen this girl before? Showed her the picture. No, can't say that I have. Why? His mom answered. Is there any way you could find out? Look up records at work or something? Oliver, I'm a police officer, not a private investigator. Oliver sighed. Okay, he said simply before he started off towards his room. Oliver, what do you want for dinner? His mom called out to him as he walked off. It doesn't matter. I'm not Damn, hungry, Oliver. Oliver said as he went to his room. I can't eat. Can't eat. I'm in love. Yeah, he's got to find out who she is. Later that night, Oliver was fast asleep, tossing and turning in his bed before he was awoken once again by a tapping noise, followed by a girl's giggle. Oliver... <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Oliver got out of bed and was about to go to his window, but he stopped, turning and looking at the picture of the girl. Maybe. Oh, God, excuse me. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly the noise he heard. That's why I stopped. He said simply before he picked up the picture and went to his window and looked out, seeing nothing but his front lawn, but he heard the giggling noise again. So he opened his window and climbed out. Hello? Oliver called out. He heard the giggle again, so he followed the noise, leading him through his front lawn and out into the street in front of his house when he heard the giggle again. Hey, I think I have your picture. Where are you? Oliver never got to finish his sentence as he heard tires screeching. Crash. He never had a chance to even turn to look at the car that hit him killing him instantly. Wow. <laughs> that was abrupt. <laughs> I mean, that's why you don't follow girly Fucking dead. Uh, the driver got out of his car. Oh, God. He went around to check on Oliver, but his head sunk <laughs> as he found there was nothing he could do for him. Oh, an ambulance? He looked- I don't know. No. Oh, my God. No, he's fucked, dude. Nothing you can do for him. He looked around as he saw some neighbors come out of them from their homes to see what the noise was. And as he lowered his head again, <laughs> upset that he had just hit and killed someone, he, he looked down and his eyes landed on the photo that Oliver still held in his hand. The driver gently took the picture from Oliver and looked at it. Oh, wow, he said as he looked at the girl, somehow not even thinking anymore about what he'd just done. All he could find himself doing was admiring the girl in the picture, looking it over. The girl with the long red hair, with the dark blue dress and dark matching tights. The girl with the white skateboard shoes. The girl with her hand held up, holding Ooh. up three fingers. You know, it did. that turned it out better did. than I thought it would. <laughs> oh, it, really, it really did. I am just <laughs> loving it. Like, oh, and he died. It's still like... Eddie, die. Oh, man. Right. <laughs> it was a fucking siren picture. That gave me big, uh, that's pretty big cool. girl with the green cool. ribbon energy. I liked it. <laughs> right? Yes, that was uh, the girl in the photograph from She Has My Heart on fanfiction.net. Good job, she And with that, heart. we'll call it a mm-hmm. night so that Ashley can go eat some food. Yes. And- History of swear words. We'll watch, watch, <laughs> fuck, and shit. <laughs> That's right. I, I will and go we'll watch fucking shit. 
That's right. We'll post up pictures of um, the foot tato. Uh... No, it's a potato. Uh... Oh my god! I can't believe I just thought of that now. <laughs> All right. So go check us out on Instagram and stuff at fanfiction. Sorry, at fanfictastic. I'm tired. We're it's doing cool. our best. Uh, you know. We, we do what we can. <laughs> it's a thing. It's the yeah. theme. <laughs> On Twitter, at Fick and Tastic. <laughs> you know. Yes. All of that. that stuff. Yeah. I say like I know. Yes. Uh, stay home. Wear your mask. Yes. Stay, you stay all home these and things do from shit. the fun of home. That's what's That's right. amazing about the 21st century. So. <laughs> Read some terrible fanfic. Watch some church crime documentaries. Learn how to, yep. you know, macrame. Who the fuck knows? Yep. Whatever. Yep. Um, and make sure that you <laughs> stay fresh. Cheese bags. Have a good night. That's right. Bye.